0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends of the Force, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Brad.
1: And I'm your host, Sarah.
0: And this week on the show, we are talking about the High Republic Adventures, specifically with digital illustrator Ella. You might know her as as, at Cherrielle on Twitter. And uh, Ella, you are doing the cover for the upcoming third issue of the High Republic Adventures. And we are so excited you're here on the show to talk all about it. So welcome to the podcast.
2: Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes,
1: we're delighted because uh Star Wars Twitter and specifically Star Wars High Republic Twitter is like a like a, the most delightful, chaotic, lovely, friendly place around. and you you are on that Twitter.
2: A hundred percent, I am on that Twitter <laughs>
1: And now you have made a cover, which, guys, is gorgeous if you haven't seen it go look for it right literally right now um oh my gosh congrats oh my gosh that there's my reaction on that
2: (laughs) I almost feel like I'm this is this whole thing has been sort of hyped up too much no like I don't Mm -hmm. know there's like it feels like there's too much fanfare for a single cover but
1: Mm -mm. I'll take it (laughs) No, they, they, we always have to celebrate the wins, I think, of whenever, like, awesome, lovely fans get to do awesome, lovely things for the franchise that we all love together. Like, I think any one of us, like, in the fandom, getting an opportunity is a win for all of us and it's just, like, a joyous thing to, like, see that Star Wars recognizes the amazing talents of, of, across, you know, um, across things, like... Of their fans and and gives them opportunities as well. So that that's my thought. That's why we love to interview authors too, because like, um, you know, getting to work with people who have written articles and things and now have written books and like, I love that. I love it. So no, not enough hyping up. More hyping up, please.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you. I mean, I I appreciate it. It's definitely like, yeah, kind of a kind of a crazy opportunity that I've been given here, and I definitely don't don't take it for granted. So
0: june 28th 2022 you tweeted at star wars please hire me to make a higher public cover art it's my dream job and you posted this like amazing uh photo of comac vetus and wreath silas on a balcony and i don't know if this is one of the first things i've seen of yours i remember at some point i was just like who is this person this art is amazing like it has such a unique style Would you have actually thought, you know, those two years, almost two years ago, like you'd be here in this position now to be like, I have it coming out. I can go buy it at the comic book shop or wherever. And then like, you know, display it like it's just isn't that wild to think about?
2: It is. And I like I I have said this multiple times before, but I do want to reiterate that me that 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 caption on that, like the please hire me Star Wars. That was a joke (laughs) that was not meant to be serious. That was not like a. Uh, like a, a call to action um it ended up basically being one um which is kind of crazy but yeah i mean like basically everything that has happened in the trajectory of my career so far like has mostly happened through sheer happenstance um it, that kind of being one of them and i don't know yeah it's really crazy that like i i don't know I, I posted that and then just like a wild series of events happened. And then now we're here.
0: I feel like when you're in a creative profession, like when, whether you're an artist or like a writer, sometimes uh, you do have to like unironically shoot your shot and yeah. just like put the feelers and put the manifesting out into the universe to see like we just talked to uh, uh, Megan Krauss and Amy Rickout who did the character encyclopedia. And, they, and uh, Megan had a similar story to share as well. Um, with how she got involved in that project and it's like sometimes you just gotta like you just gotta put it out there and see what happens because you never know and there's no harm in asking as long as it's done respectfully and without harassment um like i we should not uh, as a fandom just start adding uh michael siglain and being like oh Harding. yeah um, don't do that absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> keep he keep gets it, enough he key. gets enough tagging on twitter
1: <laughs> we're not sure. doing that to be really clear. <laughs> Red said us, but the fans. us was like not we're not <laughs> High Republic fans <laughs> being like, yeah. what
0: have you done, Michael? What have you done, Daniel? What have you done, Charles? Um of course. But like taking it back a little bit, uh, we'd love to know a little bit about when you first became a Star Wars fan. Like if it predates the High Republic, if it came with the High Republic, what has been your journey with Star Wars?
2: My journey with Star Wars, I again like w- whenever I think about like the butterfly effect. Of all of this, like it's, it kind of blows my mind. So like I, I, I had watched like my dad's a Star Wars fan. He's not like a, he's more of a Star Trek guy, but he he likes it. I mean, okay, I say that, and he saw A New Hope in the theater like seventeen times in a row or something stupid like that. But um, I watched A New Hope as a kid maybe twice. I think I watched Empire once. I never watched Return of the Jedi. Just wasn't like I was aware of it. Wasn't really like a fan. Um, and then like. I was driving to work one day in, like, December. I think it was December of 2019. And I I don't know if it was, like, some sort of act of God or a curse or something. <laughs> definitely a curse. <laughs> but I just, definitely a curse. But I was just like, I should watch all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. So, I mean, you know, it really depends on how you look at it. I think my wallet definitely thinks I'm a curse.
0: Yeah. But... <laughs> It's like the uh, so interstellar that. meme where Matt McConaughey is like looking. And he's like, no, don't, don't leave. Don't leave. No, exactly. It's like your wallet being like, don't, don't start buying the books. Don't do it. Oh, it's bad. Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, I, I did it. I watched all the Star Wars movies, which of, of course inevitably leads to watching the Clone Wars and then Rebels, not finishing Rebels. <gasps> don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, yeah. I know. It's, it's like, it's bad. You know what?
1: We're actually going to put the timestamp on this, uh, In the description, so people know.
2: (laughs) So people know that I haven't finished (laughs) Rebels. Oh, I've said this on Twitter (laughs) multiple times, and people always attack me about Uh, it.
1: People were attacking me the other day about that I haven't read Dark Disciple.
0: This episode is actually going to be a live commentary of the final two seasons of Star Wars Rebels. So buckle in, everybody. Listen, we're going to be here for six hours. Rebels
2: is my favorite. (laughs) It's tied for my favorite Star Wars show, and I can't bring myself to finish it. I just can't (laughs) do it.
0: Um, Honestly, valid. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so watch, watch the you know whole shebang, um, and then I don't even know what it was. Oh yeah, okay. So me getting into Star Wars as a whole, shh, act of God, right? Sure. And then I just randomly, randomly, I was looking at my Instagram notifications, which is like I don't, I don't look at them all the time. Hey, so you don't like we're constantly monitoring them. I just happened to be looking and I saw that an account called Roop Helps Pod Race followed me. And I was like, what what is this? <laughs> you know, and you see something like that, you just kind of have to click on it. And I happened to be there at the right time. I clicked on it. And I happened to like be like, oh, this is Star Wars Podcast the podcast. Um, I'll give them a follow back. And I'll you know, listen to an episode, whatever. Um, and you know, I had I would like their show, I'd message them, be like, hey, you guys are cool, whatever. And uh yeah, like that again, complete coincidence that I just happened to be looking there. And one of the co-hosts, uh, I think it was Jess who followed me, and uh, I just like a couple months later. Uh, Jess had invited me to like this discord server or like star Wars, uh, micro influencers, we call ourselves. And that basically opened me up to like a bunch of people in the fandom. Uh, I got into the high Republic because of them. And like, basically everything that's happened has been because I just happened to be looking at my Instagram notifications at the right time. I don't even like, how does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the short of it, but, uh,
1: I was it, was it like an, Oh my gosh, guys, you should read. Was it what specifically got you of that network to read the higher public? I'm so curious.
2: It was mostly just like, I had like gained some osmosis of the higher public just from like hanging around and talking to these people, these people, my (laughs) friends, um, (laughs) sounds horrible. Um, and I was like, I want to be a part of this inside joke that's happening with all these people. I'm like, I feel left out. So I'm going to read a book. Yeah. I started. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to read a book. I mean, I, I'd been reading, like, I read the Thrawn books and a couple other like, uh, one-offs. Um, and I finally picked up Light of the Jedi and I was like, oh, this is something special. This is something really, really cool. And yeah, I, I just kind of went from there and. And here we are. Note like, to
1: self, peer pressure uh, your friends into reading the higher public. It works. Uh, it's what oh, I'm it getting works. from this.
2: <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> like that yeah. is the way to do it.
1: Yeah. I, I, I've, I've had one success case myself of me being the band, be like, hey, hey, you should read it. You should. I think you would like, I think it has the things that you would like in it. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad on the other side of that, <laughs> that it's enjoyable as well. Cause I was one of those people right. that was like, exactly. I'm here from day one. I love a star Wars book. Let's go. And then I was like, this has ruined my life. I've never been happier. Like I love everything. You
2: know? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, like it was it, when, when everyone else around you is making Stellan Geos jokes and you don't know who Stellan is. It's like, you just got, <laughs> you gotta, like you have to, You're Just like I mean, I knew about all that before I even started reading, which was probably like not a great like well it is what it is but I, I so would like to
0: avoid well, it's exactly. like how do you like, avoid the Loden great storm memes the stellan memes the star i mean like starlight beacon falling like it's almost oh, like that's how you market the high republic it's like this bad thing oh. happened now and it's like the high republic bad things happen on a mass scale it's like, you it's know it's like that's the marketing literally titan
1: <laughs> like the poster of titanic is the ship sinking yeah. You know, like it's it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that. You, you have to yeah. tell people what it is. Um and they'll they'll join oh, the exactly. party. It's a star war, it's not a star piece.
2: <laughs> it's Star War.
0: What is it about the High Republic specifically? Like, is that really what you're cued in on as a fan now? Like more than anything else? And like after you had marathoned all the movies and like watched all the TV shows, like you think like oh my god star wars is so good and yet there's like this whole other now like kind of pocket timeline era that is uh being introduced to us in real time and like people are kind of foaming at the mouth over so like what is it for you about the higher public that um draws you into it and um makes you passionate about it
2: yeah i mean i kind of feel exactly the same way that it's like it it is its its own little pocket and it feels very different from the rest of star wars in a way that i kind of can't really articulate and it just like it feels so like different and unique and good and the fact that it's kind of like more niche almost like is a a plus for me because like I don't know there's a little bit of like specialness to something that's like kind of a little bit more underground I suppose um and I mean like this is such a like kind of a cop-out answer but it's the it's honestly it's the people, the fandom around the High Republic is so so great. There's so many wonderful people I found through it, and like even if I like didn't like the books, which I absolutely 100% do, but like the the actual High Republic aside, like the people that I, that I've met through it are like so so like make everything worth it. All the all the heartache that I get <laughs> from the books, right? Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. There's there's something about it. It's really like it feels super fresh, super fresh for Star Wars, which is very welcome. It's
1: it's like um, just thinking about it as you're talking about it. It's it's obviously Star Wars. It's the same thing that we all know and love and have known and loved for as long as Star Wars has been around. Right. But like it doesn't come with the weight of history uh, in the yeah. in the the real world sense of that. It doesn't come with the weight of history. It doesn't come with the the time necessarily that has passed. It doesn't come with like all the conversations um, that that come along with that, which I think are all, you know, like valid conversations. Like time passing is a good thing. Like we have the Star Wars we have now yeah. because the Star Wars of the past ha- happened um, and it all builds on each other. But uh, the, the freshness of it is also within the books it's a very self-selecting sort of you gotta commit if you're gonna if you're gonna like jump in to a book series uh (laughs) as your niche thing like there's there's some like real commitment to that as opposed to like tiktok algorithm showing you that that star wars movie clip um or what have you um and so i think the people who are in the fandom are like really committed about it which makes it all the more fun and all the more like laugh emoji followed directly by cry emoji when we talk about literally anything
2: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and I mean and even just like from a literal like design perspective I guess this is more just like a me thing. but like there's something about like the character designs in the Higher republic that are just so fun to draw mm. like everything about this era is just like it's tailor-made for me pretty much and I just like it it just gets it gets the creative juices flowing in a way that like other eras of Star Wars just like don't and I I, again I can't explain it
0: You got the shiny colors the white the gold robes like it's very new you know it's not that lived in universe of the original trilogy it's like it's even predating the the shininess of the prequels it's like even shinier (laughs)
1: even shinier as somebody who can't draw like i really i just appreciate you saying that being like there's just something about it because like on a visual sense i i really like the visual style of it but like i have no uh uh, talent and or skill to draw a single thing so (laughs) fair enough thank you for being inspired by high republic so we get lovely pieces of art that i can then enjoy
2: But it's also fun to, like, to make art for something that doesn't have, like, um a, a, a entire, you know, file of fan art that's already made for it. Like, doing, like, the first fan art of a character is, like, something that's really fun. And you kind of only get to do that in, like, this specific thing where it's, like, publishing and, like, kind of niche publishing, basically.
0: I remember you posting your Elzar Man fan art and I was like, retweet, like smash my keyboard and broke it into pieces because I was like, where is the Elzar concept art Lucasfilm? I um, and I was so happy that I was like, somebody finally drew. I think that might have actually been the first thing I was like, somebody finally drew Elzar Man. Like, and it was so great. And that that is the cool thing. I love that you that you bring that up. And um, I guess it leads to like one thing I was wondering is growing up and becoming an artist how did you settle on this as your art style and and maybe it's really hard to like take up such an abstract thing and like a, a natural instinct and like describe it but like how do you describe and explain your style and like has working on a lot of star wars fan art and now you know doing this um helped to find that even more for you it's
2: actually like i i've, I've talked a bit about like art style uh previously but i when i was younger i used to struggle a lot with style in particular i would like go from thing to thing like trying to like find it and like fine tune it to something that's like sort of like recognizable and consistent and that's like appealing and i would just like try a bunch of different things like one after the other. And I would never find anything that I like really liked. And it took me a while to realize that like art style is not something that you decide on. It's not about how the art looks. It's about how the art is made. It's your process that is what creates your art style. Um so instead of focusing on I have to make all my eyes look the same or all my whatever colors look the same. I just completely like abandoned that notion entirely and was like, okay, I'm just gonna make art in the same way each time. And it it works. It works. And yeah, I just like kind of fell into what I'm doing right now. Feels right. I I always hated doing line art. So I just stopped doing line art. <laughs> like fully, fully I never do it anymore. And to an extent it's a bit of a hindrance because when people ask for you know sketch and then lines and colors I'm like I can't I can't give that to you (laughs) um but you know not a big deal and uh yeah I I don't know if necessarily Star Wars has evolved my style but my style has sort of evolved with Star Wars um if that makes any sense but that's sort of just like a natural progression of an artist. Is just over time, it'll you'll kind of settle into it. And I think I I think I generally have I've gone a bit more painterly recently, um rather than more cell shaded. But this is like getting into minutia. But yeah, I mean I I am currently very happy with with the way that my art looks in like a style sense. So uh, younger me would be happy <laughs> that I found something.
1: Yes, great. Uh, you're like I'm doing okay. At least okay. I'm doing okay. Me would be proud. No, I love that. And I, like, whenever I look at one of your pieces, one of the things I love most about them is just like how warm they feel. Like the way that you use light in in your pieces is something that I think sticks out to me just as a a viewer in an uneducated art. Uh, appreciator, like eyeballs <laughs> looking at art, but no, I really love how warm um and like friendly your art always feels if that
2: makes sense <laughs> I mean, like uh generally speaking the the most at least this is what I was always taught, and what I kind of agree with is the most important things in art are color and light. like if you're looking at something from a from a distance and that's that's pretty much the only thing you will see is color and light and how those two interact. So yeah. I uh, I try my best with that. So
0: now getting to work on like the cover for Higher Public Adventures number three. Mm. Um, you get the call to do it. First off, like what is your reaction when you first hear that, hey, we want you to do a Star Wars comic cover? Um, and then second, when you're starting to put, you know, pen to paper or stylist to ipad or tablet uh as a digital artist uh what did that start to look like and how did you how did you go about finding out like what you wanted to put on the cover and 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 that collaborative process like with the team
2: yeah so uh like pretty much every major um like career big career project any sort of contract work um i always just like randomly receive an email. And it's just like, oh, I guess this is here now. Um, so, yeah, I randomly received an email from Dark Horse uh, back in October. And I I don't know. I, it kind of felt like because I've sort of been like. Easing is not the right word, but like I had been anticipating a job from from Star Wars for like quite a while. There was a there's a whole chronology of like, is it going to happen? Oh, no, it didn't. And, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, it kind of came out of the blue. Um, but at the same time I was kind of expecting it, but when it finally did happen, I was like, Oh, this is hopefully the start of something new. Um, and I mean, obviously I was very excited about it. Um, but also very nervous. Cause like, that's, that's a lot of pressure for my, uh, well, it technically my second comic cover. Um, but like still your second comic cover being star Wars, like that's, that's kind of insane. But, uh, yeah, once once uh, you know, I accept it. Um, putting it's it's so weird because like you when you draw fan art, it's just like it's it's fan art. But then suddenly when you're drawing official art, it feels different. Even when it, you're doing the exact same thing, you know what I mean? There's just something something's a little bit. There's something in the air. You're slowly
0: pulling the Daniel Jose older gavel out of the door while you're doing an official cover you're like uh cannon. i'm gonna do it smash canon you're like this exactly. is this is reference now
2: oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it's 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 a weird it was a weird feeling definitely um but yeah in terms of like the process of what uh the cover was um i don't i'm not entirely sure how it is for other uh like ips or even other like marvel so again, this is the second comic cover I've ever done. Um, but yeah, I was given a few options, just like a couple like paragraphs of or not even paragraph sentences of what they would like. And I'm assuming that those came from Daniel, most likely. And yeah, give him a couple of sketches. I, I mean, it's it's very different from the cover I did with Ethan, because Ethan basically said, go ham, do whatever you want. Like, here's a the theme, run wild which is great but also like sometimes too much freedom can be very hard to pin down you know you, there's too many options um so on on some level i'm like i'm very grateful for like very specific things because like my brain can just like create a composition and i'm like i'm good that's it that's all that's all i need i'm done um but yeah that's that's pretty much it i mean it's it was a very short turnaround time it was like probably I don't want to say the most stressful two weeks of my life, but it was like pretty, it was pretty intense. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out. Seemingly other people are too, Yes, which is great.
1: (laughs) The answer to that is yes. Other people too. Uh, clearly you got paid for that job. Congrats. Um, but also, (laughs) uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I will just continue to stare at this cover because I think it's, beautiful and I love these characters and I'm so glad that they're back
2: in our lives after such a long time as well I know when I when one of the prompts was like Xena and Sfino I was like oh my gosh (laughs) like of course like yeah obviously I want to do that oh which is amazing I mean I, I think I've said this before but like I found out that like I I had submitted it I didn't get and any emails from from dark horse about feedback or anything yet and then that night daniel had tweeted that like you guys aren't ready for for Cherry L's cover and i was like oh i guess he likes it <laughs> i was like all right
1: you're like i've gotten nothing on this but Daniel's seen it and he likes it. Great! I think we're okay. I think I've done it. I think I've done
2: it. yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'm good then. And then like Mike had had commented something like, oh, it's it's wonderful or something. I was like, all right, I, I guess I'm fine. That, that's,
1: <laughs> that's crazy. I feel like I would have been so stressed and be like, oh gosh, you know, like have I have I pleased the powers that be? And then just oh, in a very yeah. public sort of way, being like, yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that literally happened. I was like, I I was sitting on that email to submit it for no joke only 20 minutes I was like is it good is it good they'd like printed out multiple test prints and like tr- look at it in different light and all that kind of stuff oh man I was a I was a wreck but it was submitted obviously they liked it I'm I'm good I'm fine <laughs> everything's good. Okay.
0: yeah and hopefully not the last email uh you get to do yeah. more Star Wars art please if anybody's Hopefully. listening,
1: we have all the powers that be who listen to this podcast. So keep sending like emails, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can peer pressure them into that too, just in like a very of course. direct way on the podcast, of course.
2: Send me an email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to say too, this cover, Cyan Holt in the background. Like I know our eyes are like drawn right to uh, Zine and Sveno. Sven- Sven- and I'm like, but Cyan Holt is right there too. I know. And all in yes, her glory.
2: fully did not expect to
0: see own adventures at all yeah and
2: even though like it's daniel like it makes sense obviously um but yeah didn't didn't anticipate that that's that was kind of a fun thing to be like look have have little previews of stuff which like i mean they don't tell you a lot as a cover artist which is to be expected but that that little tidbit made me very happy yeah
1: i love it with the, the higher public authors, like they're always thinking 12 steps ahead and, you know, they've got their, their big map of, you know, things that they've plotted in years past to, to pull up again, um, for things. And of course it makes a lot of sense, but I think, yeah, for us as readers, it's like, they did what they brought who into where they've done this. And, and it's always such a delight because Oh, I know it's. It, I feel like as a reader, with this particular initiative, I I like to say that like no word is wasted in the High Republic, and like not a single one, yeah. not a single word. Oh, word was I carelessly agree. written, um, and so that's where all the speculation comes from because we can be like, but what about this sentence? They wouldn't put this sentence before that sentence if they didn't mean what they said here, you know? Um, and, yeah. and, and of course it'll come to pass in, in a year from now and we'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we were thinking about that or not thinking about that or how do we miss this really obvious thing that um, we have been thinking about? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about Tessa Gratton when we talked to her, said like, she planted a line in a closed fist has no claws that will have connections to phase three. And I feel like I need to comb through that one one more time before I keep <laughs> reading phase three books, just in case I can pick out the
0: sentence.
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, okay, I had a, I had the, I had a moment um, because when they had given me materials for this cover, one of the panels they gave me was that big, like absolutely gorgeous wide shot of Zine in the, in the tavern with all the, like the force ghost holograms. Mm. Um, none of the text was on it yet. And, and I fully thought, I fully thought that Stellan was Comac and that that confirmed that Comac was dead. No, (laughs) And I was like, how do I deal with this information? Like, oh my gosh. Like, I I thought this was like this massive revelation. And then the the previews came out and I was like, oh, okay. There's nothing to freak out about.
0: (laughs) To be fair, when I, when I saw the preview, I just saw like. I saw Blue Torben, Torben Buck, and I was like, "Oh no, he's he's confirmed dead." Although, uh, based on number two, issue number two, he's presumed dead, since it's what been longer than a year. So they've, uh, they've they've called it in. Um, I ref-
1: la 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 la. I don't hear I know, right? it? <laughs> but that's fine.
0: Um, we do love we do love Comac, uh, especially Sarah, because Sarah, like we we have our we have our like our Glup Shadow High Republic, uh quotes lines things you know all, all that and sarah's it, is about you know splitting the light from the dark and it's a violent act that and sort of it thing It is violence uh, and it is violent yeah uh we know that you love comac i think you cosplayed yeah. as comac at celebration and I, uh, I remember a video of you running away from somebody and it was like really funny <laughs> mm-hmm. uh what do you love about comac vitus and where did he run off to where, do, where what's your like speculation where do you think he is Is he at, like an i hop or something i don't know
2: that's a really good answer, actually. I <laughs> I could probably co op that, but um, I don't, I don't even know where to start with that gentleman. Honestly, he's just like he's so fat. He's one of the most fascinating characters in all of Star Wars for me. I I can't like that quote is like insane, insane. Yeah, no, Sarah, you you hundred percent, you got it. But
1: like. <laughs> he, and you I know? will, and I will do the emphasis every time I like read that quote. And it is violence, oh,
0: guys. Yeah, like, no, exactly. uh, like
1: he's 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 got it. We genius king, love my life. Where is he? Save him. Bring him back.
2: Um, he's just a guy. He's yeah, just a guy, and I love out. him. He's just a guy. He's a dude, and I feel like we don't have enough characters that are having like, like spiritual crises. Like that's <laughs> such an interesting kind of like. Like character beat that I don't think we get enough of in Star Wars, which is like insane. But I, he does it, it; he fills that role so well. To me, he's kind of like, and this is I could go into this, but he's almost like like a parallel to Anakin in a weird way. And like I, I don't know, he's fascinating to me. Midnight Horizon is like it's like like tied for first for my favorite hyperbolic books. I love Midnight Horizon. Every single interaction between him and Cantum in that book is like, like top tier. It's so, so, so good. And uh, yeah, I I definitely majorly cried in that last, that last scene. Like not even close. Don't talk to me about it. Like seriously, (laughs) like bad. Um, Where is he now? Um, I imagine that he is, I mean, he's chilling out. And not dead. Not, please. not <laughs> dead. <He's laughs> not dead. He's He's fine. alive. Why,
1: why, why would you make this amazing, lovely, brilliant character, a folklorist and a historian to kill him off? I, that, why would you do that? Also, don't do that. Exactly. Don't do that to my poor historian. I was a history degree person we need him i need him H- historian representation please uh in the star Wars. so
2: important um so important but
1: no uh yeah he's alive uh, obviously he settle
2: down obviously settle down he has a he's a cottage somewhere
1: right like he's, he's living his best life he's chilling um yeah i i think i was I, I I fell for him really quickly because they were like, oh, and he's a folklorist. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, he is. Let's go. I was like, I want to read all his white papers. Like, let's let's get the uh, the uh, work. Publish me like publishing, publish me some in-universe academic papers. Publish me Nemex Literally. manifesto. Publish me all this in-universe uh thinking i want yeah. all of it and so like thinking about what he would be writing about and researching delights me to no end um and i don't have the ability to like write it and fanfic myself but like if i did have that skill i would totally write in universe <laughs> in universe academic text um star wars don't call me i don't have that skill guys uh it's got to be somebody else
2: um but yeah we need it so bad though we, like genuinely
1: that and then uh like from light of the jedi like i just want all this in-universe text uh the the uh jedi romance books that oh yeah that one character in the first like the second chapter of light of the jedi is reading and then dies because they get um
2: I think They think got they
1: got <laughs> by the great hyperspace disaster <laughs> um <laughs> yikes yeah but all, the, like I think what's so fascinating about like that trio from Into the Dark is it's Arethu who doesn't like to go outside and then is thrust into the world of adventure and peril. And you're like, he's, he's like, oh, no, I guess I'm here now. And then you've got Comek, who's been on this beat for a while. And he's he's like, ah, there's a lot going on in the Jedi. And you've got Orla. You can't kill, you can't kill off Comac if you've already killed off Orla. Like, like let's, let's have some logic in here, guys. Authors, authors.
2: No, seriously. We (laughs) can't have Wreath be the only one standing. That's, that's ridiculous.
0: Please. Couldn't deal with it. I think, I think Comac is like the Star Wars, Henry David Thoreau. He is in the woods. Like you said, he's in the woods. He's in a cabin. He is like writing like the next best hit. He is going to write something that is going to go in the Jedi archives forever. And he's going to be a legend for it. I, I just feel like he's going to make a comeback. He's going to have a book tour. It's going to, it's going to be, be great.
1: great. Tour. Oh I gosh. know. I have a
0: book tour. Wow. I, I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but you mentioned Midnight Horizons, one of your favorites. And Sarah and I will shout from the rooftops how good the, the DJOU is, which is the oh. the Daniel Jose Older universe uh, mm-hmm. book universe. So the DJO, DJOBU. Uh, We're just adding letters to this point. <laughs> We just add as many letters as you want. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite High Republic works? Uh, wh- you can include Midnight Horizon in that. Um, but like, what are, what are some of the others that has, have stuck out to you as well?
2: I, okay. Like I had to like really think about what are my favorites the other day? Cause I was like, I don't actually know, but I have decided. My first is tied and I can't, I can't separate it, but Midnight Horizon and Convergence. I know that, like, Convergence is, is one that's, like, kind of, I want to say, polarizing is not the right word, because I don't think it's a polarizing book, but people either, like, love it or don't love it, and it's, I don't know why. I think that Zoraida Cordova is, like, such a talented writer, and her prose is just, like, insane it's insane and i i just love convergence so much i'm generally more of like a phase one person over phase two but like that book made me feel crazy crazy <laughs> love it so much um i mean the, an exact same thing with midnight horizon like i, I can't put one over the other so good
0: um, i still can't fathom that we are getting zoraida's beware the nameless like this year oh. like that's that's happening. Uh haven't heard much about it, but it's happening. <laughs> Can't wait. I, yeah, I hope so. Like
2: I to me, Convergence is like the most like quotable High Republic book. I don't even like again, it's uh, she's just so so good at what she does. She's so good at romance. I mean, like, that's that's her background. Crash obviously. of Fate.
0: Oh, have so you
2: been yeah. a Crash of Fate? I have not. Okay, <gasps> do that right now. Oh my gosh, yeah, do it right now. Like right
1: I after this book, pod. I ate that book up. It's, she literally it, ate the it book is,
0: uh, it's uh, in her bloodstream uh, no okay oh. this it's part is, of her this is like no shame like you just have to
1: come <laughs> back we just have to talk once you've read it because like if you if you love convergence like you're gonna love like love a crash of fate um and then also okay. you have to buy a copy of the hardback if you can find it because it's fully print like the art is fully printed on the
2: the book itself the cover. Oh, not, so not on the jacket. It's
1: on the jacket, but then you can take it off, and then, like, the naked book is, is also, like, just the art on. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful book.
2: That's, that's pretty
1: rare. It's really worth your time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll add it on my, my reading list that is currently way too large already, but. You
1: should put it at the top. Just, Same. like, you, you would love it. You would <laughs> love it. Like, t- t- take my word for it.
2: <laughs> I still need to read Eye of Darkness. I'm very behind. It's, like, quite bad.
0: But
1: Read A Crash of Fate first.
0: <laughs> okay. You got this. Okay. I believe in you. Okay.
1: you, you you'd crush it, it so fast because like you okay. get into it and the romance like moves so quickly. Oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'll get off the soapbox no. now.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm all for evangelizing your favorite books. Um, I think like also in like in terms of comics, man, Dan anything Daniel does. Yes. Top tier. Top tier. Top? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Trail of Shadows, are you
0: kidding oh. me? Yes, like, I was hoping you were going to say that cuz that that like, that's like top tier comics. So like, good. It's yeah.
1: so good. It has no right. I remember reading the, like Oh, he has absolutely no
2: right. As good as it is. Like and I quote, "Daniel, we can't keep doing this." Um,
0: <laughs> there's like this there's like a $300 like 9.8 graded ver, like variant C version of of Trailer Shadows number 5 that I keep going back to on eBay and I'm like, "I don't need this, but I want it." Yeah. Because Trail of Shadows. Uh-huh. And I don't really care about comic grading. But I'm like, it looks pretty. If you
1: get that comic, it's gonna be locked in a plastic box and you can't read it. Think about that. No, I know it's true. I know it's true. You can admire that beautiful but art still, on the cover, but you, you're not able to read it.
2: And that's
0: comic hits different. It hits it hits so different. It hits it's so it's different. Amazing. I remember
2: like when I read that for the first time, I was like, oh, this is this is something. It's something different, and it's something kind of kinda spooky and spicy and fun. And Stellar, just stellar. My, I think my other favorite comic is the phase two Marvel run. It's just, it's so near and dear to my heart, man. That trio, the Jetta trio is just like, oh, Kevin is just like so good at making such lovable characters and a favorite, a favorite.
1: Kevin will break my heart any, any day. And I'll be like, you want another one? Okay. Yeah. I love, I love your characters. And then you're going to kill them off for me. That's fine um i think my favorite daniel uh work is is uh race to crash point tower i love my life i love race oh. to crash point tower so much um part for the part and the whole for the whole and each part for the role it plays not for what you want it to be not for you know what it could be for what it, but for what it is that is a paraphrase i probably messed up something in there um but that close enough that uh those characters in that book and also the way that the adventurous characters have like weaved into all of the, the the books now and, and their way into other um, mediums between both, I think YA and a little bit of YA and uh, the middle grade, especially. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I just love Daniel's characters so much.
2: We need a we need a Lula and Zine YA. I feel like I feel like that would that's called for at this point.
1: Please bring them if we can we can bring Avon Steros into YA, we can bring Lula and Zine into YA. Um Yes. Yes to all of that. I want it I want all of it.
0: Well I guess looking to the future, High Republic fans are eaten for a while. Um I again Star Wars. All Star Wars is awesome, but I feel like higher public fans are having the most fun. Sometimes it's like it's like you know, there's a lot of parties on the street. and We're having the loudest one, on uh, the mm-hmm. most runbunches one. So we got music. the water slide. Yeah, we got the water slide. We got the fire pit, the marshmallow. Like we're we're doing the whole kit and caboodle. Um, looking to the future, we have like a lot of Phase Three stuff coming. We have the Acolyte coming uh, probably this year at some point. Uh, no official date yet, which is like wild to think about uh, that we're gonna see it on screen. What are some of the things that you're most excited for? Just looking forward as a fan. Um, like what's top of the list for you that like, if you could snap your fingers and have it now, they would be in your hand or on your, on your screen.
2: Genuinely, it it is the acolyte. Like currently that is like, so, so anticipated for me. Be- being in the room at celebration when they announced that Vernestra was going to be in it. Like that, that was like a life changing moment. Like that's no exaggeration. So, so insane. and I don't know, there's something of, there's something so special about like, as much as it's I don't like, publishing is like my love. I love Star Wars Publishing. I love books in general. I'm not saying in any way that shows are more like, important than books. But there is something very, very special about seeing these things come to life on screen. And especially stuff that's like not, not very like popular or, pre- or prominent in the fandom. It's just like I don't know. It feels like this is all coming together, all coming to fruition, and it's it makes me really sad because on the one hand, it means that the higher public is kind of over after the accolade. <laughs>
0: um, no one's which I don't ever want- really gone. No, it's never really gone.
2: I don't really want to, I I don't want to think about
1: it. (laughs) No, actually, um, in my head, they've planned phases four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, and we get higher public books forever. So. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta, we're all about manifestation. We're all about putting it Mm -hmm. into the universe and making it happen. Um, if if they want to take a little break, that's cool. Um, but as long as it comes back, that's even better.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we, exactly. we can we can circle back to it. We'll circle back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll come yeah. back. Um <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's kind of the big one. I mean, obviously like I don't know. I'm I'm excited for for all of phase 3 to to come out. It is again, it is bittersweet. There's that feeling of like, oh no. <laughs> but I think that like in terms of just like it, it, like showrunners and cast and and all that stuff, it's gonna be like very very fresh again for Star Wars, which is like that that's the High Republic in a nutshell. Um, and like I'm and I'm so like grateful that that's the direction that they went. I'm just I'm so jazzed, and I want them I want Star Wars to invite me to the premiere. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> right, yes. Right,
0: right, right. Speaking of manifesting, everybody was doing that a, a, like a month ago. where oh, They're like, I know. We're just we're just gonna do it, and we're like, cool. Yeah, let's all we're all in. The entire
2: High Republic fandom needs to be
1: there. Right, right.
2: I know yeah. that's a lot of people. You know
1: what? <laughs> let's let's put it in the big mm. venue. We can invite everybody, yeah. um, and then we can all. Uh like collectively go we can't keep doing this anymore guys to the authors in a lovely light hearted <laughs> but like uh uniform sort of chanting manner it'd be really cute and fun uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. like ah, shakes fist um a cry crying together over the the death of stone Jesus it's fine it's fine um <laughs> I'm over it um no it's it's like it's it's cool to think too that like as much as we're like, oh no, my baby, everybody's gonna know them. We're also like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're gonna get to know them. Like, if you're gonna find Higher Public oh. through the Acolyte, um, but then we get to bully people to read books, which mm. literacy, heck yeah, like
2: that's my favorite activity, right? like 100%. Like,
1: if we get to bring that, like, we being the whole High Republic fandom now, presently welcoming new high republic fans in with the accolade is the we i'm speaking of here um get to to bring more people to star wars books that have maybe never tried a star wars book before like i think that's like so cool um it's so special because anytime i talk to anybody from star wars i was like have you read the books though no here's here's a here's a reading list but like in a really friendly manner uh read lost stars oh, yeah. by Claudia gray uh like like I promise you will like it.
2: No, <laughs> oh, exactly. And like, I, part of me is like, I can't even imagine Star Wars without the novels now. Like, what is that? What do you mean, what do you mean no Thrawn 2017? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's crazy. And the fact that so many people just like, don't even want to try them is insane to me. And I really hope that the accolade like, pushes people more into that direction because it's just such a, such a unique and lovely little world that we got over in publishing and
1: yeah and there's so many there's something for everybody like I like I truly think there's something for everybody I think there's something for everybody in the higher public if you don't like this thread of stories or characters you'll like this thread of stories or characters uh but also just like in the writing styles across all the authors um not just in new canon but the, the entire legends expanded universe too. there's a story for every era for every character um they keep publishing them which is great news for me uh and and all of us here we love to read like um but bad
0: news for my bookshelf right oh, yeah
1: right i have to like <laughs> reorganize it every time a single book comes out because that's where we're at at this point um but i'm looking at the clock and the clock says sarah you've talked a lot <laughs> That's what it's telling me. We said, oh, we'll go for like a half hour. And it's, it's been longer than that. I'm so sorry to your evening.
2: Um, no worries. But, but thank you no for worries. spending it
1: with us. But before you go anywhere, uh, we always kind of love to close out uh, an episode where we bring on anybody onto this podcast with uh, the biggest question, you know, the, the biggest gotcha of all gotchas, the, oh my gosh, I didn't prepare an essay for this question. Um, so we're going to put you on the spot ultimately at the end okay. of the day what does star wars mean to you
2: i didn't prepare anything
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry i um, did not give you this prompt in advance uh i was expecting five pages but it's okay if okay. you got something i'm kidding let me
2: let me write an essay real quick um <laughs> no uh what does star wars mean to me it means a lot i i feel like at this point in my life, I have a little bit more of like a healthy relationship with Star Wars in the sense that it's not like it's, I feel like it's like not life or death. anymore. Like, I feel like I've settled into it. It's like, OK, this these are my people. This is my space. Um, I'm good. I'm comfortable. And that there's something like really nice about that. Like, I, it's something I can always go back to. And it's not something that I get like angry about or like really it it doesn't cause me stress (laughs) in the way that it used to. Um, And ultimately, like, and I, again, this is again, a cop out, but it really is the people like, I would not be anywhere near where I currently am without the like wonderful, wonderful people that I've met, like, including like people like Daniel and Alyssa who have just been like, so, so amazingly supportive of me in ways that, like, I, I never asked for, and yet they they give it freely anyway. Um, just, yeah, really, really, really amazing people. I mean, I, I don't know. I went to London in April to meet all these people who I've never met before, and it was amazing, and, like, I don't know. There's just something really special about, like, finding a community in this this thing we all love and all hold so near and dear to our hearts. And yeah, I I would say that's, that's what it is.
1: Retweet, retweet all of that. Um, I, I have to say as somebody who went through the period of like, I feel really, really personally attached to everybody's feelings on this. And I do feel the highs and the lows. I, moving past that is so freeing and like feeling really comfortable in the space is so freeing. So I'm glad I'm not the only person that's had that experience. So hearing you say that was like, yeah that that's that's yeah. the good stuff like this is this is home even if i go away for a little while and i come back or if things change like i know the people still got me and i know that like yeah exactly we still all got the things that we love and we don't have to worry too much about it and yeah absolutely i'll stop talking now
0: thumbs oh, up yeah. two thumbs up i think that was a beautiful answer and especially because your your star wars journey truly kicked off with like a discord server meeting people in there and just yeah. a random it started out with an instagram dm or follow, how did it end up like this uh, oh, literally, moment, yeah. you know? So, uh, and thank you now for taking uh, your experiences and getting to share them with us and and join us on this podcast to share the love of Star Wars and, and the higher public. So thank you, Ella, for, for coming on. Uh, where can our listeners find you online? And is there anything um, that you want to give a shout out to, promote uh, commission-wise, or even like anything out there that people should know about?
1: That you can uh, talk about. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: yeah, of course No, I no talk we're about. not um, here to get anybody in trouble, of <laughs>
2: course, um, yeah., uh, well, thank you for having me first of all. um, and yeah, you can find me at cherry l double r double i double l um, it, it, anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. That's my username on every social media in existence, basically. Um, yeah, I'm not not doing a ton right now that I can talk about. um the I think the FOC for Haunted Girl 4, my cover, is like today. So probably this episode will not come out in time. Um, but if you are looking for comics, that one will be on February. Obviously, my uh adventures cover will be out on February
0: 14th. Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. Valentine's Day, right in time for Zine and Lula. It's perfect. Oh. romantic romantic day. Beautiful. Couldn't yep. couldn't have planned
2: it better myself. <laughs> um yeah, I think I think that's about it. I'll, prob- I'll probably have forgotten something, but yeah, I'm around the internet. I'm always drawn. So yeah. Etsy store, same thing. Yeah. Go buy That's things
1: from Ella's Etsy store guys. I'm so serious. I have this number one Glepshito photo card holder and a bunch of stickers that I love. Um, and if you see me making another order, don't say anything. It's
2: fine. It's cool. some people have ordered from me like over 10 times so you're good
1: it's good stuff it's good stuff they're so cute guys i'm like listeners i'm so seriously from the bottom of my heart recommending these things
0: (laughs) yes uh ella's etsy store will be linked in the description of this episode i highly recommend the meme vinyl stickers which i got from you at celebration uh which included daniel jose older canon sticker uh, and my favorite, the Max Rebo pain agony, even <laughs> sticker, uh, cause that's just how I feel every day working in the corporate world. So, yeah, um, yeah. I look at that every day. So <laughs> thank you though so much for, for joining us. It was such a pleasure. Uh, and until next time, may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of friends of the force. You can find us on all of our socials, including Twitter, Instagram, and blue sky. And if you enjoyed the episode, be sure to follow us on the podcast platform of your choice and leave a review wherever you listen. And a huge shout out to all of our patrons who make this show happen. Uh, Your support means the world to us. So that is all for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may the force be with you always.